Hello, hello. Hello. Welcome to our summer series where we're taking a little bit of a break, um, but we're playing some oldies for you guys that you've enjoyed. Um, and so, yeah, so this this uh, episode is called What It's Like to Get Rid of Almost Everything You Own. And this shares a little bit of our journey of moving from the States to London and literally yeah, getting, getting rid, rid of, of almost everything that we own. Yeah. We brought very few I mean, things with us. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. It's not Stephen. Think about again. And so if you have been curious about that, or maybe you were thinking about doing something or just need to think about, I don't know, it made us think a lot about, about the stuff that we owned and the mm. amount of stuff that we owned. Yeah. And so we hope that you guys enjoy this podcast and, and we'd love to hear your feedback too. Yeah. Enjoy the listen. Welcome to the Laurent Collective Podcast, where we go deeper than just surface talk. Each week, we'll explore everything from family, business, creativity, culture, and faith. To make sure not to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe and hop on to Instagram at Laurent Collective to chat with us about this episode. Hello, hello. I think you've started everyone saying hello, hello. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I it's think your it's thing. I think it's a natural thing because I feel like other podcasts that I listen to, they, they always say, say multiple that. hellos. Like yeah. That? Oh, okay. Maybe it's sure. just like an unconscious we thing that I've trend. heard. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know like listening to Armchair Expert. I'm pretty sure Dak Shepard well, always. Openings. They actually call things. each other like different nicknames and stuff too. Maybe we need nicknames. I'll have to think about that. Who knows? That. Anyways. <laughs> Today, we are going to talk about uh, what it's like to get rid of pretty much everything you own. Um, we have some experience in it. And um, we, you know, I feel like it's the beginning. Well, it's not it's slightly towards the beginning of the year. And so that means that sometimes you're looking to like declutter your home or change mm-hmm. or you're looking at your space and your things differently. Well, you might just be feeling overwhelmed with you might, everything yeah, around exactly. you. You might be feeling overwhelmed, yeah. that kind of stuff. And so this does not just apply to you if you are moving. This mm. also applies if you are um, just wanting to have kind of a bit of a more freedom or, or not yeah, as or much just, stuff. Just refresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Decluttering and that kind of yeah. thing. So um, for us, we um, when we moved, we could only take a very small amount of stuff. And we're going to explain that in just a yeah. second. But so it really did. Uh, we had to go through everything. Yeah. So it was like we really had we we didn't have. Well, we had a little bit of an option, but not much. No, not so much. we had to. Without a large, had to large out, expense, yeah. which we decided wasn't worth it. Yeah, We exactly. had to get rid of most everything. Yeah. So we thought we'd chat with you of like what we determined to keep, um, how we went through that process, and frankly, how it made us feel. <laughs> yeah. Because going through your stuff has lots of feelings involved with it. Um, and I think the overall arching thing that we realized in going through this process several years ago is how quickly, without even realizing it, our items and our stuff can take a hold of us. Um, and we noticed this in this process. Yeah, it's such a, yeah, it's such a huge thing, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, we can get we can grow so attached to certain things and not unhealthy ways, but just like really. Well, they can be unhealthy. They can be unhealthy, but it's just. Or you don't realize it. Yeah, you just don't realize it. Yeah, so, for sure. So, um, again, to put some context around it, uh, yeah. we moved <clears throat> from the United States and the Midwest to uh, London, England, in 2016. Yep. At that time, we had three children. We had a dog, um, and we had a home that we lived in. I think it was. 
13 years that we had lived in that yeah, home. Yeah, it was 13 years. Um, we brought all of our kids. You know, that has its own emotional thing. Like, every single kid yeah. came home from the hospital to that house. Um, we had had a previous dog that we had lost, and then a new puppy was brought in. I yeah. mean, we moved there when we were first well, married without it, kids. Yeah, it, it was, was all it was, of our big life It was events. all of our firsts exactly. in a lot of ways. So the home itself and the space yeah. itself had all that in it, yeah. number one. Um, and, um, we also just, we had made a decision early on that we weren't going to live in that big of a space. So it, when I, I, I still, I mean, depending where you are from in the world and listening, like this yeah, may be true. very large, but for yeah. where we were living, this was considered small mm-hmm. that we stayed in a three, small three bedroom that was, thir- I think 1200 or 12, 1300 square feet yeah, 1200. one of those. Um, and I mean, we, so we lived in that with all three of us, our boys yeah. have always shared a small, room. We had a small yard. We yeah, had a garage. we had a garage. We had an attic. We had a lot of storage space. <laughs> an which attic. That, Whoa, that that had a lot of stuff in it. Yeah. Um, and so that gives you context of like what we were moving from. From, um, and now uh, for any of you that might be well, there are different areas of London, of course, and things like that. But generally, since we have moved to London and we knew this going into it, like. Um, we were going to live in, in a much smaller space. We would be lucky if we had some kind of garden. Like right now we just have a, a two small balconies, yeah. one balcony that is you basically That's stand our out, on. outside space. That's our is outside our, space. Yeah. Um, and that kind of thing. And, you know, kitchens are much smaller. Uh, we don't, some houses have attics. We do not have an attic. Mm-mm. Generally in Europe, like storage space is not a thing. Um, closets, walk-in closets. We had walk-in closets that I've don't, I've seen a couple walk-in closets, but barely any. And yeah, that that's a thing. different, that's a different level of that's, like yes. <laughs> funding and We're not money. living in those spaces. Yeah, yeah. So we really, when I mean, we say we had to go through yeah. everything, we legit mean it. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think any, it's probably not the case just for London, but for any major city major in the cities, world, yeah, space is small. you know, space is just a premium mm-hmm. so exactly. you know you're not going to get much in a yeah. living space unless you have certain finances and for us yes when you move internationally sometimes um you know or if you're moving across the country or just even down the street like you know you still have to go through your stuff so yeah there's nothing worse than moving into a new place and you're like what why do wait I why did i bring stuff? that so yeah. regardless if you've done the international move or not for us we had chosen not to ship a bunch of our furniture i'm so glad we didn't because it wouldn't have even fitted in the spaces we had um yeah because sizes are different exactly here. sizes and things like that are different so we had to go through everything so um, our process was we had to go through each and every single item and we basically had to say like, do we love this item and why mm-hmm. now, you know, that it, sounds exhausting it in sounds some exhausting. ways, but it's worth it. Yeah. And so sometimes it was a very easy answer. And if it was like, no, then it was like, why do we have this? Mm-hmm. That goes into, and we'll the, talk about what you do with your stuff after you realize. Well, you why do we it. have three of those? Yeah. I mean, one. gosh, when you, especially <laughs> when we got into the attic, I was like, why are we have? what is this here for? Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of items sometimes are like, well, I'm going to keep that because maybe when we had a lot yeah, of like exactly. projects we thought we would do that were either yeah. in our garage or our attic um, that, sat there for or, yeah, a long time not not when yeah i think it's just more of like or if we ever have this space that would be perfect for this or yeah yeah or it's like the funny things like we our son with his grandma had won a goldfish one time uh, which we were like oh we don't want to fish and the thing lived for like a year <laughs> 
Um, but then we still, we put in the attic the goldfish bowl with a little net to get the goldfish out to clean it and yeah. some food. I We never, ever had any intention of ever getting another goldfish, yet we hung but on to that stuff. So there it, are just yeah. some things, and that was easy. It was like, that yeah, is in the yeah. pile to get rid of. We do not need that. <laughs> Gosh, I forgot about that fish um, bowl. Yeah, the goldfish bowl. So there are things like that that are really easy, but there's going to be a lot of things that are not so easy of deciding whether you keep it or not. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the first questions, and this is usually what comes down to a lot of stuff, is is it sentimental? Yeah. Like, do you want to keep it because it's sentimental? Um, and often it's really hard to give away if it has some kind of sentimental thing to it a memory a person that gave it to you like Mm -hmm. any of those things um and so that was really hard for us because we had a lot of those type of things but we realized there's no way we can take all of these with us and so what does that mean um so some things meant um you know and i'm saying this from two people who obviously are artists and we love art and stuff like that some of it meant our children's artwork Mm-hmm. Um, and or and even my own, like my own, own artwork. artwork exactly. I we sold had so many a paintings. bunch of stuff yeah. before we left. Yeah, because I knew we just we couldn't take it with mm-hmm. us. So and so with that, we came up with a solution. At least you know for the kids' artwork, and this could go for some other things too. We picked our absolute favorites. Like so, we on our wall right now. We have a piece of artwork that was something Zane did when he was in the states, and we brought it here. But we took very few things, and the mm-hmm. rest I took photos of. Yep. And we have it documented, um, so we have that. And I can put in an album. I haven't actually done this yet, but I could put in an album or that kind of thing. Um, so the the memory is still there. They have it. Yep. They can see how they used to draw when they were little and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like that accumulates quickly. All the projects they bring home from school. Some of them that let's <laughs> yeah. admit parents that were like, oh, I don't really want to keep this. Yep. Keep it for a time. Take a picture. You've got the memory. Um, so that was, those were a little bit easier, but there are some things like a blanket, you know, that was handmade from somebody when one of our children was born and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Like by the time we were moving for most of our kids, like that stuff wasn't going to come with us and sure we could leave a, we have a a box or something like that for the kids, but like, are they really going to want that blanket when they're older? Yeah. You know, so thinking through those things. Yeah. Um, we did. So, like, and sometimes the sentimental things are, like, sometimes it's time to let go of it, too. And that's hard. Yeah. Um, you know, and that kind of thing. And so, we did, um, I think, what do we have? Four small-ish, like, plastic, you know, those big plastic crates mm-hmm. things, storage boxes. We have four of those at the, in the United States right now. And basically, those are holding anything that might be, like, something that was, like, um, well, we have a lot of photo albums that we have. We each time we go, we bring a couple more back here to have those because those were just going to be heavy to bring all of them at once. So there's a lot yeah. of photo albums and stuff like that. Um, but and we didn't bring all of our vinyl records. So vinyl records are in there. There's mm-hmm. some boring things like you know for taxes, you're not supposed to throw away things for what is it seven years in the United States. So there's boring paperwork mm-hmm. like that, especially because we have a business. Yeah. Um, and that kind of thing. But um, and I think there's a couple things that were given to us from our parents of memories and a couple small things from the kids when they were babies. But again, we just we gradually keep bringing those things and we go through it every time we're there and we get rid of more stuff that we're like we don't mm-hmm. need this. Yeah. So it's hard. When something sentimental um um and then it's also really hard if you paid a lot for something 
Yeah. And you realize I haven't used it at all. Or you know someone else maybe paid a lot. They gifted it to you and you know sure. it was an expensive item. I think, so yeah, those are hard ones. Those are really hard too. To you. Um, I think, you know, one thing I can think of for us um, is we really liked our like our plates, our dinner plates and salad bowls and stuff. And they had been um, uh, given to us from a family for our wedding and stuff. And, and they are not ones that I would have bought, spent my own money on. Like that was a really, really nice gift. And it was really, really hard to get rid of those. Um, yeah. It just wasn't practical to bring them. Uh, frankly, they are an American-sized dinner yeah, plate, and so wouldn't. they wouldn't even fit in the uh, cupboards in the kitchen or the oh, dishwashers. Yeah. Um, so glad we got rid of them. However, that was really hard because that had, you know, yeah, not only sentimental. These were plates to start our years off being married, but also like I really, really like them, and they were nice, yeah. nice plates. Yeah, we so. picked those up for a reason. I know exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So that was really hard. Um, yeah. And sometimes, you know, it's hard and then you, you are like, oh, it's okay. Like it, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Um, sometimes it's hard because um, was I given it? And you don't have, like, sometimes it's who gave it to you. Even if we had a lot of this stuff, even if we, number one, weren't using it or it didn't fit with our style or wasn't something we really even generally liked, but we felt like we had to keep it because of who gave it to us yeah. and that kind of thing. Um, so we pretty much had like a whole box of stuff up in the attic that was given to us from some people and love their heart behind giving it and their intentions and everything yeah. like that. But yeah. it just wasn't, I mean, my grandparents at one point have given us this like statue of like a dove or something mm -hmm. and it, it, it really music pretty very looking, nice the meaning just... behind it and the card they give with it, all of it was very nice but like it did not it, it wasn't so we kept it for oh, wow. <laughs> however long it was a long time yeah um and so those things can be hard of like oh that's hard to get rid of um, and I think the other thing I identified with too is like, I don't want to be wasteful getting rid of all this stuff. Like yeah. I don't want to just put it in the dumpster. Now something, if it's broken and stuff like, and it can't be fixed. Yeah. Why are we keeping it? Why are you keeping it? Yeah. And that we did have things like that. We'll fix it one day. Mm, um, yeah. and if it could be something that was easy, like, I don't know if you have a broken lawnmower, there are plenty of people that buy broken lawnmowers to go fix and, up and fix up and resell. Yeah. So there are things that even, I mean, we have found here, we have broken things that here sometimes that are broken and people grab them for free because they mm -hmm. fix them up and redo them. Yeah. Some as you can still do something with it. So it's hard if you think you're being wasteful getting rid of it. Um, but we'll talk about ways you can get rid of that and kind of not feel that anymore. Yeah. And then the other, one of the other things is that we talk about is like how often do we actually use stuff mm -hmm. or how, how often we actually use this item or whatever it is. And I think that, that for me is really hard because I, be, again, because I'm creative as an and as an artist, like I want to keep things around in case something, you know, triggers and I'm like really inspired by something. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I have that thing. Now I can finally bring that out. And actually, that's probably not the best thing either is because they just have stuff and crap just sitting everywhere. Mm -hmm. And am I actually going to use it in an everyday basis and things like that? I think that's one of the big things that at least... I've learned over the last six years since we've moved here because we were in such a smaller space is making sure the things that we do have around us are things that we actually use. Well, and even the small things take up space. And when yeah. you have a lot yeah, yeah. of small things, they take up space. Yeah. Um, I think a, a great example of this is your kitchen items. Mm. We've seen, we, I definitely know I have, and I still even have here, acquire a lot of kitchen things. You're like, oh, I need it for this thing. And you use it once a year for that. Yeah. Um, or you really think you need it because you're on this trend for a while and then you only use it. Pat's smiling at me right now because there yeah. is something I bought when we moved here. 
Um, and it's like this warmer thing. And it was when we were hosting lots of people <laughs> and stuff at our house. But I was like, this will be so good. We'll keep the food warm when we host. We've used it twice. Um, and I am like, oh, but we maybe. Have? We've used it twice? We used it for used it Christmas one time oh, and for yeah, a Thanksgiving yeah. dinner. So yeah, we've yeah. used it twice. It's big. It's great. It's, it's not huge. It's not but huge. It's just like. It takes a space. Yeah. And I haven't used it that much why am I keeping it? Yeah. Um, and so I just probably need to get rid of that. So even in the, when we moved again for our third time here, we have this thing I'm looking at right now in one of our cupboards that we stuck some kitchen stuff that I said, put it up there. And if we don't regularly come down to get it, we need to get rid of it in the next few months. Um, yeah. So there are things I need to do that in the f first six months or something like that. So kitchen things you can really see, or can you, you know, maybe you have three different kitchen items and you realize you could buy one thing that does the th all three oh, items. Yeah, yeah. We've done a lot of That's that true. where we were like, oh, we don't need that thing because mm -hmm. we have, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so that's a great example. And some things just take up a lot of space. Like <laughs> I'm going to pull, call myself out right now. Like we have a slow cooker. Our kids hate food out of the slow cooker. Huh. I, I need to get rid of it at this point. Like mm -hmm. now we used to have an Instant Pot and sadly it broke. I use the Instant Pot all the time yeah. and it has a slow cooker function. So again, it has, and it has a rice cooker function. So like you don't need three appliances. Yeah. I have one or could have one kind of thing. Yeah. Um, then we had to ask ourselves, like, what is most important for us to take? Mm -hmm. How did that make you feel? Um, I don't know if I necessarily have had too much of a problem with that. You know what I mean? I think thinking about what is most important uh, really kind of plays itself out, um, especially in the conversation about the piece or whatever. Like, I'm, it's weird. I like, I like to keep things around for certain projects or whatever. But in some ways, I don't necessarily have certain attachments to some things. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I think thinking about things and how important they are um, is definitely wasn't hard for me. So I don't know. It's it's a, that's it's a it's a great question because again, I think it just really goes. Okay, really, is this that important for me to have? Mm -hmm. um, and you know, really, depending on what it is it's probably an easy it's a probably an easy answer so and that's gonna all of us are gonna answer that question differently yeah, yeah. and so like we I, I, in I think, our yeah. suitcases we brought over uh it's called a whirly pop yeah is yep. that what it's called uh -huh. yeah, yeah. a whirly pop so you homemade popcorn thing that you make ho homemade mm. popcorn in and it it's it's not the smallest thing. It's big. No, it's, it's not big, big, but it's, it's just a big, clunky. It's clunky. It's yeah. awkward. Things like that. We put it in our suitcase, padded around clothes and brought it over because we wanted it to be one of the first things that we did with our kids to get some gold. Well, we didn't know how kernels. long our other stuff was going to be. Yeah. And we were afraid it if it waited like a big crate. And yeah. And we specifically said to the kids, what are the things that would make a new place that we've never been before feel like home? And two things that they said in a house would be daddy's homemade popcorn and some homemade chocolate chips. And so I literally did because I was a fearful chocolate chip cookies. I get yeah, chocolate chip cookies. Sorry, not chocolate chips. Um, <laughs> I don't make homemade chocolate chips. That's that good for you if you do that. But that is that's a bit too much for me. Um, and so we brought that over. That may to somebody else. You may be like that is not important to me whatsoever. But to our family, like we mm -hmm. make homemade popcorn a lot. And that's like every part, week, every week we make it, if mm -hmm. not multiple times per week. And that is part of our family. So, again, Someone else may be like, and we were afraid of, I'm actually so glad we brought it because we can't find that same thing here yeah. to make but we, popcorn. But to be honest, we are investigating 
other ways yeah, to so get rid now, of right? that whirly so pop. So we don't have that big thing. So we yeah. don't have that big thing. And how can we do yet. it in other in different ways? So yeah. So but at the same time, that's again thinking about that's important. That was important that to was important. all of us. Exactly. Um, so those are the kind of things. So don't judge your importantness level with other what other people yeah. make. Because some people were like, what? <laughs> like when they were asked, what oh, was important yeah. for you to bring? And we we're like, well, actually, we're packing this in our suitcase. And yeah. um, so, it was so helpful again, in that transition. Think personally for you. It was so helpful. In yes. That it was one of the first things we had when we had no furniture or anything else. Yep. And we just ate it right out of the thing. If I remember. Yeah. So um, and that is the other thing. Like that's the that, second question. The yeah. important and then what will make it feel like home? That's what we ask the kids. What will make it feel like home Mm -hmm. Um, and that kind of stuff. And so that's really important to ask yourself. I think a lot of times when you ask that question, it's things that you don't really would normally think about. Like, Like, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, the popcorn maker, like that sounds weird. Like that seems like something really easy to just Mm -hmm. get rid of. But actually that was, you know. In order for us to feel at home, that was a major thing. For one of our kids, and this did not come to later. This was not in our suitcase. It was this duvet that he's been passed down for me. That thing is so old and gross, and he <laughs> loves it, and it's what he sleeps with every night. Oh, believe me. You want to get rid of it. <laughs> I want to get rid of it. But you, the fact that you just said it was gross, that's you love curling up in that blanket. Oh, it's such a cozy blanket. Even so, though, I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's great. It is yeah, great. It's very you love comfortable. It. So... So if you have kids in particular, this whole process can be very hard, especially depending (laughs) on their ages. If you have really young kids, it's almost easier because you're like, well, they're not going to know that this thing isn't around anymore. But depending on their ages, this can be very difficult. And so we handled this a couple different ways. We hand selected a couple things that were important for us to bring. So um, again, this was for us personally. We have been given by grandparents um, when Jude was smaller and he was really into cooking and stuff, a very nice like wooden kitchen thing. And it came apart in pieces. And so we knew in the small amount of stuff we were shipping that was coming, yep. like that we priced it out and how much it would be. It was be a right. little play kitchen. It was small. Yeah. It was a little play kitchen. We had a bunch over the years that acquired a bunch of little, we did narrow those down, but like, you know, kitchen food and little kitchen appliances and stuff like that. And, um, we knew with Veda that she would play with it and that Jude would still play with it. Mm -hmm. And so, and it was something that could be shipped over again. We made the decision, the kids didn't, but we knew that was important. Legos. We Mm -hmm. knew we wanted to bring Legos over. Um, I, we did go through a lot of them, but we brought a lot of Legos and we brought Mm -hmm. some wooden blocks that the kids to this day still play with. So it's the things that, you know, again, that was going to make it feel like home for them to have some of those things around. Mm-hmm. Replacing those things for us was going to be pretty exorbitant and expensive. It didn't right. make sense when we yeah. already had it. And they, they were going to fit into the thing that we were shipping here. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there was a lot of other stuff that the kids, we wanted them to have ownership. Because you don't want to just get rid of them their stuff, especially when they're already mm-hmm. in a slightly traumatic, like, what do you mean? We're yeah, moving wait, to a different exactly, country or yeah. a different state or even a different house. I mean. I'm leaving my friends. Wait, but one what? of our yeah. friend, our kids, like even moving into a temporary condo situation in the States was really hard for him. And so we, um, we had baggies that we had for like action figures that we said and they were pretty big ones they were just well small. anything they could fit in the bag anything they could fit in the bag we gave them each a certain for the boys veda was small enough that i don't know that we had that yeah, much she decided really, yeah. um but we said to the boys what do you want to bring it has to fit in here everything else has to go and it took them a while to do it. we said you don't have mm-hmm. to do this right away like do it gradually because you might remember that you want this thing instead of that yeah um they actually didn't have too much of a problem with that Mm-mm. No, One of the harder things was their stuffed animals. Um, our kids really mm-hmm. like stuffed animals. 
Well, and one in particular. One in particular. And he just had a lot. And somehow we're back to having a lot again. Um, but we said, you only have this many. We gave him a little suitcase thing and said, or little, I say suitcase, it was fairly small, and said, they have to fit in here along with your bag of toys. And that's what we're bringing. Mm-hmm. Um, we said, do not worry about the Legos. Don't worry about these couple things. We're bringing those. Yep. those not, that's not your decision-making thing. Um, and you know what? They did really well with it when we said, it has to fit in this space. And so if you are even in the process of decluttering and not moving, you can still do the same thing. Buy a basket or something like that and say it has the whatever you want to keep has to fit in this space. And if it doesn't, we're going to have to decide what things to go. But let them do that. Or if they're they need help, you can help them. Like some of the things I'd be like, oh, look, this one has a hole in it. Like Mm -hmm. or this arm of this guy is coming off. Like maybe we should. And and to be honest, we actually continue to use some of you know, some of this like on a yearly basis with yeah. our kids, even probably more than a yearly basis. They have um, baskets for certain things. And if yeah. it doesn't fit in there, yep. uh, you need to get rid of something if something's coming in. Yeah. Yeah. So, so kids, let your kids have ownership in it as well. Um, and then, you know, if you are like, I am a bit stressed about how I get rid of these things. Um, yeah. Like, okay, I've that, decided that, to get rid of it. What am I doing with it? To, yeah. That's a process. And, uh, you know, I should say too, <laughs> Um, one of the hardest things for me to get rid of was books. We had a lot of books. Um, and for me, having a house filled with books makes it feel like home. So that answers that question to me that mm-hmm. is important to me that we have lots of books and stuff like that. And not only do we have, we have had adult books, but kids books. So again, we gave ourselves, we did the same thing, a certain amount of space that we said books can be brought over in. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, <laughs> we had a friend come over to help us go through the adult books and was like, Maya, you can't have six copies of Great Gatsby, which one's going with you. And, you know, that was good. Yeah. Um, and same with kids ones and stuff like that. Um, that was really hard. Mm-hmm. But we still have books in our house and things like that. Um, yeah, we definitely have uh, accumulated we have. a large amount of books again. <laughs> but, you know. um, so but again, that's important to us. That was so. important to us, yeah. But um, how do you get rid of things? So number one, um, you know, if it's completely junk and trashed, don't give it to charity. Just get rid of it. Recycle mm-hmm. it if you can. Yeah. Maybe if it is something that is broken, like we said earlier, there may be people that want that to use for a project yeah, or repair it. and sell. Yeah. So you can always do things like Facebook Marketplace, um, Craigslist in the States, Gumtree here. There's all kinds of now places. Yeah, like you, can... you know, uh, here in London, there's several places you post things for free on certain apps so that people aren't putting waste out there. Mm-hmm. Every city is going to have their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can give it to somebody else. Like, I know we posted a lot of things for free. We're like, does anybody need this? And they, like, kids came and grabbed that other bag of toys the kids didn't take and yeah. things like that. So there's, you can give things away to, to people mm-hmm. you know or neighbors or people in need. Yeah. Um, and research charities and things like that that need it. Um, and then obviously, um, you can sell things too. Like don't discredit the fact, I know it takes some time. It takes some coordinating, but, mm-hmm. um, it's worth it. You can do garage sales or I, what do they call them here? Car boot sales. Yeah. Um, that's a little bit more so difficult in a city, but, um, it's so easy to sell things online now. Like I just said, and named all those places. I'm shocked at the things I post and people within 24 <laughs> hours are coming yeah. to our house to buy them. I'm like, no one wants this. Yeah. And people sure are coming to buy it and so um i i think sometimes the hardest thing is just it feels like oh then i have to coordinate it and for a season you'll be coordinating that and going mm-hmm. back and forth with people and, and we did like that. that and we've done that <laughs> yeah. and that's hard but 
it's worth it because then especially if you're moving to a new place and things like that you can um first we did that when we were going through our debt payoff Mm -hmm. and we sold things to be able to put that money then towards our debt um or maybe you're wanting something new and you don't have the funds yet for it so you can sell some stuff you don't need to get it and then Mm -hmm. you know for us that money was put into savings to use to get things like new furniture and Mm -hmm. stuff like that or like even if you get you know if you're like okay these are all coming with me and then you get into your your new space and you realize actually i don't need that yeah and you can sell it then too yeah as well so um i think for us you know when it came to selling things some things are hard to just part with um, and we um, had just over the years, we really like mid-century furniture and we had acquired a lot of it through like people not knowing what they had. And so mm. it could be somebody was having a garage sale or we were at a um, like a vintage store and things like that and t- antique store and they would have a dresser for super cheap and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and those were the things that were actually some of the hardest for us to get rid of because we're like, oh, like. I mean, frankly, we'll just be honest right now. We have all Ikea stuff. We had to outfit our house in Ikea stuff when we moved here um, because that was what was in our budget. And so, um, and people in London, at least when they have a mid-century piece, they know they have it now. And so they actually charge what it is. Well, I think, yeah. And I think too, just looking at most spaces here and stuff like that, you just can't. The only way to get half the stuff in here is the flat packet and it being, you know. Exactly. To get get certain items of furniture and things like that into different places. It's like, yeah, it's like a jigsaw puzzle trying to get things in. So, yeah. So those things were hard to sell. It yeah. was really neat to hear some people's stories that were getting that stuff and bought that stuff, um, mm-hmm. how much they'd always want a mid-century dresser in their house and things like that. So that was fun to hear. But I mean, we'll be honest, those were hard things. Mm-hmm. I wish um, we still had those. And, I, and frankly, but. for a lot of those too, because you can you'd be surprised if you have some things like that in your house that you can make a profit like i know one dresser we spent 40 dollars on and we sold it for 400 dollars. oh shush you're not supposed oh, sorry. to say that why no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. um but um and that because that's what it was worth by the time we had it like mid-century stuff yeah. was like through the roof and so the timing just happened to be right on a couple of those things that was super helpful then for us when we moved yeah. so um but i think overall i mean what was your overall feeling of, I mean, again, we're not saying that it was 100% easy. Yeah. It was not, it was hard. There were definitely tears from us, the kids, of things that we had to get rid of. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we haven't even touched on the fact that we actually had to give our dog to another family. Yeah. Um, we couldn't bring our dog to London with us because of the expense so, of it. Our dog's so happy And our dog now. is so, so happy with this yeah. woman and in such it's a great such, spot. It's a great story. That was gut-wrenching. And yeah. I don't consider her a thing. So we're talking about things right now. She was a part yeah. of our family. Yeah, our yeah. dog was. Um, so that was on a that was on a different level. Yeah. It still is on a different level. We still all miss her. Yeah. Um, but how was how did you feel like getting rid of things? Yeah, I mean, obviously when you first do it, I think it's always just very surreal i think in a lot of ways because again you are going through things and you're you're processing why do you have it again does this really mean anything to me or if it does then you start going down memory lane with it and just all these kind of things like so it's a very surreal thing but once i felt like we got into a routine it's so freeing it's so like when we got rid of everything and we and when we moved here and we started over it, it really, we were able to really go, okay, like, do we need that or do we not? Like, are we going to get this? Are we going to use it? You know, and so I think, again, it's always, it's just been so, 
yeah, it's just been so freeing. I think that, you know, the attachment to things and stuff um, feels vastly different than when I think we first stepped into our marriage and we bought all this stuff for our house and like all that kind of stuff where I think now I don't, you know, if we get something, then okay, something's got to go. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a big deal. Like, you just get rid of it and all that kind of thing. I don't know how, I mean, is that similar for you? I mean, it was so freeing for me. Yeah, I think the fact, um, even if we hadn't moved and we had still gone through the process of decluttering and everything like that, um, and now we're super careful. After you've done something like that, you want to become, you want to go through these questions when anything enters your home too, actually. Yeah. Um, and I think what it has done too is like, our house is easier to maintain. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's like true. when you don't have a lot of stuff, I don't have to reorganize constantly. It's easier for the kids to find their toys it's easier for us to clean up. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, all of those things, when you don't have a lot of stuff accumulated, you don't have that like, oh gosh, I need to pick up the house. Oh gosh, there's too much stuff. I'm too overwhelmed. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's like, oh, easy. I know where that yeah, thing goes. Has that a has a place. Yep. That has a place. And then if you get new stuff and it, it doesn't fit, something's got to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we still, we still... <laughs> Even though we've gone through this process and stuff like that, we still, I just took two bags of stuff to charity. Now, some of that was stuff kids have grown out of yeah. and things like that. But then there were a couple of things that Jude was like, I don't play with, like Christmas came and we said to the kids, you got to get rid of some stuff for these new things to come in. And they're, especially for Jude, who is our kid who likes to hold on to things more. was like, oh yeah, here are three toys you can yeah. hand off to somebody else and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so we still give away stuff, even though we've gone through this process. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I... I hope... Um, Although, to be fair, like, you've always had this thing of, like, we just get rid of it. Yeah, if we're not using it. If we're not it, using it, just get rid of it. Yeah. Although, half the time, then it's, well, like, not a couple time. weeks la- later, you we get we realize... Wait, what did I do with that oh, thing? Oh, where did that go? <laughs> and then you're like, oh, wait, I got rid of that. So. And some of us, this is going to be easier than others. Some of us have a huge yeah. attachment to things and um, yeah. that kind of thing. Sometimes, call a friend. Like we said, if that is you, call a friend and help them, like, put stuff into piles. Like... Mm-hmm. This is go, this is, you know, this is keep, this is I still need some time to consider, like kind of thing. If you need help, call some friends and have them help you. We've done that for friends. Um, And sometimes having outside help helps a lot. But it's no matter whether you are moving, whether you are just trying to declutter your home, um, it just like what it felt like to sell everything and to start over fresh. Like there was lots of sadness in it. We have built that stuff up over years and created a home we really did love. But it's just things like it really is just things. Yeah, I think, um, I think it too it was it was really helpful to to realize actually what do I really need to live? Yeah. And figure like, out. It's such a big question. Like it's a really big like thought, but it like really is true. Mm-hmm. Like we, we don't really need that much. Yeah. And, and figure out those things. Like we said, it may seem dumb to you guys that we brought our popcorn maker with us, our, <laughs> our whirly pop. But to us, that meant something. And it's yeah. something so small. I mean, yeah. it's a little bit of a bigger item. But it was it was enough that like as soon as we made popcorn in our new house and you could smell the popcorn popping, I was like, oh, okay, we're home. Like this is our new home. Mm-hmm. So whatever those things are, that's okay. Don't let someone else judge you for that. Yeah. Like you're oh, going to yeah. have those little things that don't make sense to people. And that's okay. You got to do those things of what is right for you family um yeah we hope that this has been helpful for you or you can share this with somebody maybe you know that's going through a move or um Mm, i don't know or you're just thinking about 
Yeah, getting rid of stuff. Getting rid of stuff, decluttering. You're sick of having a lot of stuff in your house, that yeah. kind of thing um, that we hope that it's helpful. Um, definitely leave us um, a note on the podcast reviews or stop by our Instagram and say something to, to us. Um, we'd love to hear from you. And we are thankful for you being part of this community. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Laurent Collective Podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review, which helps others find our podcast. Continue the conversation with us over on Instagram at Laurent Collective. We look forward to going deeper than just surface talk with you again next week.